0: If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend trend trend
1: trend it out
0: on Froggy 92.9
1: as our state of California continues our recovery from the pandemic that shut down so many businesses last year, a new $600 state seamless check. They have begun arriving in our bank accounts of people who earn up to $75,000 a year to help us get back on our feet.
2: So the first batch of about 600,000 payments totaling some... $354 million was actually directly deposited Friday, and the state will send out checks to other taxpayers like every two weeks or so. Uh, But California expects to provide $11.8 billion to 15.2 million California households, reaching about two-thirds of the state's taxpayers. Now, this is different than
1: uh, stimulus checks. I mean, our stimulus checks came from the federal government, but what's interesting about this is there wasn't a lot of hype around this stimulus. No, I had no idea. Yeah. No idea.
2: Uh, no idea. No
1: idea at all. That's, now we know. It's like a surprise Christmas in a way. Uh, <laughs> a well-known actor, his name is Michael K. Williams, died from a drug overdose over the weekend. Um, you might remember Michael K. Williams playing uh, Omar Little on The Wire and Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire. And most recently, a lot of people got to know him playing Montrose in the HBO series Lovecraft Country, yeah. which I'm watching right now. He's a phenomenal actor. This is really tragic and his nephew found him unresponsive in his condo he was 54 years old
2: so we're thinking about his family at this time he was a fantastic actor i've loved Amazing. everything he's been in It's phenomenal um so gone too soon well hardy just shared some big news now on monday he announced that hicks tape volume two is coming a highly anticipated follow-up to his collaborative hicks tape volume one project and here's what he had to say i know a
1: lot of y'all been asking when hicks tape number two is coming out look hicks tape number one was awesome 10 songs 16 of my good friends i sang every single song this time we're going to do it a little bit different but it's going to be awesome get this 33 artists and bands 14 songs
2: so again, Hick's tape Volume Two is gonna feature 14 songs, 33 artists and bands. Now, Hardy is only gonna be singing six of the tracks. That's that's really cool. Yes, yeah, so kind of
1: producing more rather than you know performing like his album A Rock.
2: Exactly. So, uh, no guests on the project have been confirmed as of yet, but some country stars have changed their profile photos to little cartoon versions of themselves. I saw that Dark Bentley and Matt Stell have done this, uh, but we know it's gonna be good regardless. Yeah. Amber and Tanner in the morning.
1: Wake wake, wake up every day Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. If you could join the cast of a sitcom, past or present, which one would you choose? Which cast would you want to live in?
2: Lisa from Santa Rosa says, I heart Lucy.
1: Ari from Runner Park said, that 70s show. (laughs) I'm gonna say I love Lucy. What
2: us I say? I heart Lucy. I heart Lucy. It's the uh, 2021
1: <laughs> adaptation where oh, instead of I love Lucy, gosh. I heart emoji <laughs> I Lucy. Heart Lucy. <laughs>
2: um, and then three people actually said friends. Well,
1: I love friends and all, but we're bringing this up right now because Seinfeld is coming to Netflix on October 1st. And I'm excited because that's one of my favorite shows in the world. And I would be a part of that friend group in a heartbeat. One, they live in New York City, which I would always love. I've always dreamed of living there. They all live live close to one another, and they always end up in weird situations, but there's never any, like, real drama in Seinfeld.
2: Oh, come! yes, there is. There is, but there isn't
1: (laughs) that, like, resentment. And, like, when you watch Seinfeld, there isn't, like, drama. It's ridiculous. It's not
2: like Grey's Anatomy drama. (laughs) Where we hear about
1: why Kramer left out the cheese for six episodes or something like that. You know, And, and I think that's a world I would love to be a part of.
2: Okay, Amber, and just living in that one apartment. Yeah. And maybe going <laughs> maybe <laughs> going to the diner yeah. like and that's it. <laughs> w- where
1: G- George is like why won't they call me T-Bone? And like that's the big problem of the episode. T-Bone. T-Bone. Amber, if you could be in what one sitcom like a part of the cast, what sitcom would you choose?
2: Um I would definitely pick Parks and Recreation. It's not on the air anymore, but it came on um NBC. Actually, you can watch it on Peacock right now. Yeah,
1: I've watched quite a few episodes of it Um, on there.
2: You know, I love that show because it's kind of like your own office. Um, Every character in the show is, like, very unique. They have their own stories. They're weird. They're all, like, have these, like, you know, annoying little habits just like, you know, you do in your own office. But it's, like, extremely hilarious. And I want to live in that fun world as well. I want to live in a world
1: where I work for Ron Swanson.
0: (laughs) (laughs) something to say call me up. you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 6361 hop 6361467 this is froggy 92.9
2: my fiance and i were invited to a wine tasting yesterday cuz well, we're in wine country, and my fiance just happens to be in the food and beverage industry, so we got invited to go to Marmar State Vineyards and Winery. Uh, I posted a, a picture on my Instagram. And Tanner, you, you saw they, they put up a sign that said, Cole and guest. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Cole and <I'll> guest. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I can be guest. I'll be guest. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to change my radio name to it.
1: It's guest and tanner in, <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Love that.
2: But it was wonderful. It's beautiful views, delicious wine. Um, but I, w- I was reading about Marmar's story. She um, named the winery after herself, actually, because this is an awesome name. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. Um, and she invited us to her home, which is also on the property after we got done with our wine tasting. And... Her story is absolutely incredible. It inspired me. I mean, Tanner, have you ever met a person that just like really intimidated you when you were just so incredibly impressed by them? You didn't really know what to say or what to do.
1: Does being starstruck count? Yeah. Well, I met someone that works in our industry. His name's Charlemagne the God and uh, I met him at a radio convention, and I don't remember the interaction at all. I was so intimidated.
2: (laughs) I didn't know how to behave or how to act in in front of Maramar, but uh, she was actually born in 1945 in Barcelona, in Spain. Um, She's been in the wine industry her entire life. Um, Her family owns Torres Wines in Spain, and from what I gather, she was kind of confronted with the notion that women couldn't be winemakers. It was no... A place for a woman in the wine business. And, you know, she decided that she was going to be a pioneer. And she overcame this bias. Um, She became the best known ambassador of Spanish wines in North America. She's the first female winemaker in her family. And it's the first time in hundreds of years that her family's business in Spain will go to a daughter. Will go to a woman that is so cool right i love that she is just an incredible person and i was like so inspired by her story and i think female winemakers in sonoma county are so important and she she was, she was knows like seven languages. She's just like this incredible human being. And I'm like, what am I doing in my life? It makes me think, well, <laughs> I got a C- in
1: Spanish class. I mean, seven languages? This, she sounds incredible.
2: Yes, I, I hope you get to meet her one day. Me And, too. and if you go to Maramar Wines, you will probably meet her. She's got her dogs on the property running around, and it's, it's really incredible. But if anyone else has any suggestions about female winemakers in the area, I, I'd love to give them a try and learn more. Amber and Tanner in the morning.
1: Froggy What is something that you refuse to have in your home? I had my neighbor over for a bit yesterday, and he asked me at some point, oh, do you have the time by any chance? Do you have the time? And so I just grabbed my phone out of my pocket, looked at it, and goes, oh, you don't have a clock in here? No, I don't have a clock in here. It's because I can't read analog clocks, and if I can't read it, I refuse to have it in my house.
2: You can have a digital clock if you wanted to, like a little like Amazon clock or something like that. Like I have an Echo Show that shows the time on it. That's a great idea. I don't know. I dig that.
1: I just <laughs> refuse to have the actual analog clock with the with the the hour and then the time on separate arms.
2: Yeah, I was looking around to see if we have one. We don't even have one here, so.
1: We used to have (laughs) one right above your head, but I may or may not have disposed of it.
2: threw it away.
1: (laughs) Possibly. I just don't like to be around them because I can't read them. (laughs) And I am 25 years old, and I've never learned how to read an analog clock. It just, my brain doesn't work that way.
2: Well, you probably didn't also grow up reading them. I think digital world was very much present in your early childhood days. So
1: Not at all. We didn't even learn how to read them in school, and I understand a lot of people did.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like one of the first things I learned besides like two plus two. Or, like, how to, or just like how to read. like how to to go back to school.
1: Amber, what is something you refuse to have in your home?
2: A Ouija board.
1: Oh, good pick.
2: I mean, is it a parlor game or is it a portal of hell? We may never know. <laughs> but I just, they creep me out, so I'm just like, no, 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 no. Don't even... Don't even think about it. Yeah. Guests aren't even allowed to bring those over. I yeah. <laughs> no, don't want that.
1: I tried to bring one in my house when I was a kid. And my mom was like, get that out of the house.
2: <laughs> we're, we're getting rid of it now.
1: Now. Uh, got some messages on Facebook, like Carly from Sonoma that said, I refuse to have gluten in my house. We are all gluten intolerant in my household.
2: Looks like Derek from Santa Rosa says, The news. Every time I watch it, it makes me upset. So my wife puts a news ban on our TV.
1: And Kimberly from Runner Park says, I had to ban outdoor animals. Not even kidding. My kid was bringing in snakes, squirrels, (laughs) and any wild animal he could get his hands on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning.
2: Yeah, I love getting up with coffee. and.
0: Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy
2: 92.9. It's a slow news day, so I'm talking about this. But Courtney uh, Kardashian was photographed wearing a Cannibal Corpse shirt while out with her boyfriend, uh, who is Travis Barker, Blink-182's drummer. Um, but the band's former vocalist of Cannibal Courts has actually slammed Courtney Kardashian. Um, so his name is Chris Barnes. Uh, he kept in short and sweet. Uh, he posted a pic of Courtney Kardashian wearing the shirt, and he, all he said was posers. Um, so she's received a lot of backlash for wearing this short beca- shirt because of that. Uh, and her stylist actually released a statement that said Courtney actually borrowed this shirt from Travis Barker. Um, And she said in a Vogue interview, Court has told me before that his closet is an archive itself. She can pick any T-shirt to wear and it's the softest, coolest thing ever. Now, uh, there was some (laughs) news, some press about uh, the Kardashians wearing metal shirts a while back. Like Exodus and Slayer guitarist Gary Holt has made his feelings known about this saying, you know, I just can't stand people that are becoming superstars for doing absolutely nothing. So he made his own t-shirt saying, Kill the Kardashians, back in 2017. You probably remember these really uh, (laughs) frightful shirts that came out back then. But, you know, I will say I used to be one of these people who would be upset about other people wearing artist tees without knowing who the band is or really listening to them. And deep down, it is kind of annoying, but I get over it because it's not going to change how I feel about the band or the artist or what they mean to me. And Casey Musgrave's put out some really excellent merch not too long ago. And I know people bought Casey's merch without listening to her. And, you know, I think most of these bands and artists don't have a problem with it. And, you know, they they want people to buy their merch. It's free advertising for them, you know. But I will say, if you just want to give, if you just want to wear the band's merch, at least give it a listen. Give the band a listen. Try to figure out if you like them or not. Then, you know, maybe you have more of a reason to rep their clothing. Um, But Josie from Rotor park says, it is true, what he says, that her fashion has changed a lot since, you know, she's been with Travis, which is fine. Everyone is different. But if you're going to dress that part, actually give the music a listen. Heather from Quintotti says, I haven't heard the word poser since the early 2000s, but anyway, they're just clothes. Uh, Brian from Sebastopol says, plain and simple, if you don't listen to a band, don't wear the shirt or the gear. When I skated in the 80s and 90s, if you wore anything that was related to skateboarding and you didn't skate, you got merc- mercilessly, sorry, you got ridiculed, picked on, and called a poser. I'm pretty sure she has no idea who they are. But how do you feel about this? Celebrities wearing bands clothing that they probably never listened to before.
0: Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than
1: Froggy 92.9. Right now on the show, we have a very, very exciting announcement. We have teamed up with Charles M. Schultz, Sonoma County Airport, Avera, Avello Airlines, and Travel Wise for a fall getaway to
2: Las Vegas! <laughs>
1: Las Vegas, every moment.
2: This is really exciting. One winner, and their guest could be you, will receive two round-trip tickets from Santa Rosa to Las Vegas, plus a two-night stay at the Cosmopolitan.
1: And that's not all. If you're the winner, you also get 500 bucks cash. Money! It's super easy to enter. Just head to froggy929.com or the Froggy 92.9 app.
2: So Charles M. Scholl, Sonoma County Airport, is the only airport that offers scheduled air service in the North Bay with a hassle-free experience, shorter lines, and affordable parking. And
1: Avello Airlines was founded with a simple purpose, just to inspire travel. So Avello Airlines offers customer time and money-saving convenience, surprisingly low-rate everyday fares, and a surprisingly smooth and caring experience through its Avello Soul or service culture.
2: The Travelwise team, let's talk about them, they're... Experienced in all facets of what it takes to plan family, luxury vacations, and corporate events, travel agents do not cost you more money. They can create this private experience for you and use their contacts and add extras you can't get on your own. And if you win, you get to stay at
1: the Cosmopolitan. I've always wanted to stay at the Cosmopolitan. It's a luxury resort and a casino located right in the heart of the Strip. So its unique vertical multi-tower design offers spectacular. Views of the city.
2: So if you want to enter this giveaway, all you gotta do is head on over to Froggy929.com and find out more. And of course, you get to go to Las Vegas.
0: Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9.
2: <laughs> Last week, I was Googling why restaurants have different like lunch and dinner menus because like what else am I doing in my life (laughs) and you and I talked about it on the show but I read this while I was googling these things looking for answers and it was a quote that said don't stack plates and cups when you're finished eating it's considered rude really I've been doing this my whole life I thought I was being helpful by doing this helpful to the wait staff but apparently and quote, this is what this article says. Stacking plates when done sends a signal to other diners that the wait staff is not tending to the table properly. The act of doing so exposes the stackers as inexperienced diners.
1: I have never thought about it that way. I always thought I was doing them a solid and just trying to have manners.
2: I had no idea. And Tanner, you've worked in the food industry before. I haven't. What do you think about all this? You know, now that
1: completely makes sense because when I worked in the food industry, I thought people were just being nice, Uh, but it kind of goes along the same lines of when you're done drinking like your soda your lemonade or whatever, when people put it at the end of the table to send the sign that, hey, I want a refill right now. It's kind of along those same lines. I remember when I was waiting tables, I was like, well, apparently I'm not doing my job good enough, but that's more of an inflection on me rather than someone trying to do me a solid or let me know that they're ready to go.
2: Okay. Hmm. Well, we took a poll on our Instagram because I was generally curious how many other people did this. Uh, you can take that poll right now at, at Amber and Tanner in the morning. What are the results? Eighty one percent of people said
1: yes, they do stack their dishes, and nineteen percent of people said no, they don't.
2: See? I'm not I'm not the only one. Everyone does this, but I, again, I'm not I don't work as a weight as a waiter i don't work as a server also i think
1: it depends on the type of place you go to like if you go to chili's they'd probably say thank you
2: yeah like no problem <laughs>
1: but if you go to you know a little bit more of a hoity-toity place where it depends on where you put your silverware and all that
2: <laughs> What was that you did this little dance when you said hoity-toity
1: don't you know every time you go to a restaurant you have to do a dance
2: i wouldn't do that <laughs> at a hoity-toity place <laughs>
0: good personality with some good music also the
2: best morning soundtrack
0: amber and tanner in the morning on froggy 92.9 amber and tanner in the morning present the neighbor dispute with barry martindale on froggy 92.9
1: today on the neighbor dispute we're calling ryan ryan lives in cloverdale and he's been very frustrated because he's been trying to get his ac fixed for the past couple weeks well he hasn't been successful and that's going to continue with the neighbor dispute Hi, is this Ryan? This is Ryan. Who's this? Ryan, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. How you doing today? Uh, I'm okay. What's this about? I understand that you've been contacting a maintenance company in Cloverdale to get some AC in your house to get it fixed.
0: Yeah, we really need it fixed. It's it's, it's
1: murderously hot, as you know. I understand it's been difficult to try to get something scheduled.
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, we finally got it scheduled, uh, as you probably know. Thank goodness. Thank you.
1: Well, unfortunately, Ryan, uh, that appointment has been canceled. That was this Friday because uh, the company reached out to me and let me know that you have been verbally assaulting them over the telephone. Wait a minute. Uh, Who said that? I spoke to their HR manager, Joseph, and he let me know that you have said very awful things to the representatives over there. And because of that, you will not be able to get your AC fixed this Friday.
0: I I did not. I did nothing of the kind What? What are you talking about? I was exceptionally polite. I called them, and I said, hey, I'm sorry, but it's, you know, my AC is malfunctioning. Could
1: you please send someone?
0: And that was it. i am scheduled it.
1: Ryan, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down here.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, how would you like it if someone called you and accused you of, of, of verbally abusing someone when you didn't?
1: Look, the only way you're going to get your AC fixed soon, because that... It, that appointment is canceled As if you attend three anger management classes. Who?
0: Are you out of your mind? Who? Wait a minute. You're, you're an attorney for these people?
1: You've been Martindale. His name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. So wait, this is a joke?
0: Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9.
1: Man, it was hot this weekend. What is your stay cool hack? This song is like pretty celebratory But I was not celebrating this weekend It was hot And we're getting a lot of great responses on our Facebook page
2: Uh, Devin from Clear Lake says Ooh, sorry Devin from Clear Lake says He takes a cold shower to beat the heat Says it'll completely reset your body Temperature and Rachel from Kitati
1: says, I have a fan that plugs into my phone. I'm not sure if it really works that well, but it's cute.
2: I've seen those. Yeah. It's incredible. Zach from Hillsburg says, when you have kids that love water balloons, staying cool is not a problem.
1: Well, wow. <laughs> I kind of want to live in that household. That sounds fun. Um, well, this week in Sonoma County is supposed to be like mid-90s, and it was that way over the weekend as well. It got to a certain temperature where m- my window AC unit wasn't even working anymore and no. it, it was miserable. Yeah. But I do have a way to stay cool, and you might look at me a little bit differently because of it. The thing I do to stay cool is I freeze my underwear.
2: I've never heard this. Is pro- this an original Tanner thing?
1: This might be a Tannerism. Okay. It might be. You know, I learned this in football when I was in high school. If you fold your underwear, put it in the freezer, and then put it on when it's getting really hot, cools you down immediately.
2: But doesn't it, like defrost and maybe drip a little bit and definitely get your parts all wet
1: <laughs> i <laughs> promise you <laughs> if weird. you if you are way too hot you won't care it is my ultimate way to sl- stay cool i have done it for years don't knock it till you try
2: I, it i'm trying to imagine how this feels and i just don't know that i like the feeling that i have in my head about cool underwear just frozen don't, underwear don't
1: knock it till you try it <laughs> and it doesn't cost I'm not, anything. I
2: don't, know, I don't know if this applies to the situation. I am going to knock it, and I'm probably not, really not going to try it.
1: <laughs> I'm disappointed.
2: I'm not going to do it.
1: I'm very disappointed. <laughs> do you have any ways, since you won't try my way, to stay cool? <laughs>
2: um, No, no. Well, maybe something along the similar lines of frozen things. Back in elementary school, it would get so hot that the teachers would bring in giant blocks of ice and let us slide down a hill. On top of the ice blocks. Seriously? Back in Georgia. Yeah, because it would get so hot. It was just like a fun thing for the kids to do. You guys just have giant ice blocks sitting around? It was the best. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where they came from, but it was great. And
0: good personality with some good music, also. The
2: best morning soundtrack.
0: Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. You
2: know, sometimes our parents love reminding us of the weird things we used to do as kids. Just bring us back down to earth. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a professional 30-year-old woman in the radio industry now. And my dad decided to comment on my Facebook page of a video of my dog stacking pillows and say, I, used to, I believe you used to do the same thing. Remember, you would put your little rocking chair on the sofa and watch TV and rock.
1: Wait, so you'd put the rocking chair on the sofa? Yeah,
2: on top of the couch Ah. and rock and watch TV. I vaguely remember doing this. Yeah,
1: you just really like the angle, I suppose. You know,
2: I used to do a lot of weird stuff like that as a kid. Like, I used to slide down the back of the couch like it was, you know, a slip and slide. I was just going on adventures. I was really bored, I think. Could you
1: imagine if we tried doing that stuff today? (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't tried
2: doing that as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right? Come yeah. on. You try to use your couch you just, as a slipping slide. I, I still try to use like a plastic bag as a parachute, like jump off the couch to oh, yeah. like see if it works.
1: Have you ever gotten any sick air or anything <laughs> yeah, like that? A little, yeah, a yeah.
2: <laughs> but okay, so speaking of weird stuff or things we used to do as kids, Tanner, I know you probably... Have, Done some similar things like this as a kid. Oh, right? my brother
1: like, and I were just complete monsters to each other, twenty four seven. Something that we thought was just very fun to do is we would crawl into a laundry hamper, you know, one of those tall ones, and just throw each other down the stairs. And we'd do it for hours. I don't know what was wrong with us. We just take turns. Like Ryan, it's your turn. You jump in the hamper and just push him down and <laughs> our stairs didn't even have carpet it was just
2: <laughs> like, oh my gosh so, it's like wood
1: probably why like, I have back problems today
2: you know we think these things are great ideas mm-hmm. they're very questionable and it's weird you know you look at the mind of a kid you're like why are you why are you doing that it doesn't make any sense yeah <laughs> but it's wonderful at the same time so we asked on our instagram at amber and Santa in the morning what's some weird things you did as a child
1: lizzie from healdsburg said i used to eat our cat's dry food out of the bowl when i was a toddler
2: <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I mean, like, was it crunchy? Were you hungry? Like, yeah. what's, the, what's the situation there? Uh, John from Georgia said, it drove everyone quite crazy how I would eat everything on my plate one at a time. Oh, yeah.
1: And Melissa from Santa Rosa says, I was obsessed with pretending to be a floating dead body in our pool. <laughs> Don't know if I did it to see if anyone cared about me or if I liked <laughs> the way it felt. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Amber and Tanner in the morning.
2: They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day.
0: On Froggy 92.9. Headline
2: in a haystack.
1: Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's Headline in a Haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. It's time for Headline in a Haystack. Amber's record for 2021 is 46 wins and 53 losses.
2: All right, I got my pen, I got my paper. I'm going to write all these headlines down so I remember them. And now I'm ready.
1: I believe in you. Mm. I absolutely do. Thanks, Tanner. Here's headline number one 105 year old man credits long life to chugging beer. Headline number two: Woman hands divorce papers to husband at their baby shower. And here's headline number three: Plane is forced to perform emergency landing after cat attacks pilot.
2: Okay. Got so we got so we got five a hundred and five year old man chugging beer. Yep. Divorce papers at a baby shower. Yes, ma'am. And plane cat attack.
1: Yep, that's, that's right. What, that's
2: what I've written down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I'm going to go with plane cat attack because it's funny.
1: That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. Woo! Way to start the week on a high note.
2: Yeah. yeah. Here's a
1: story. You're going to love this. It's from the Daily Mail.
2: <laughs> so uh, it's was, it was almost unbelievable. <laughs> like I almost <laughs> thought you made that one up. But... Which,
1: whichever one's the most ridiculous. Okay. That's pretty much always what's going to win. <laughs> a passenger plane was forced to make an emergency landing after a cat entered the cockpit and attacked a pilot. An investigation by the airline found that the cat had climbed inside the aircraft while it was being cleaned and checked while parked in a hangar. It's not known what happened to the cat or if it had an owner, but there was a cat that snuck on an airplane. I mean, <laughs> the cat didn't have to go through TSA, anything like that, and that's ridiculous. We
2: got a stowaway. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> The cat had one of those clear passes where it didn't have to check in or anything.
2: Oh, it was wearing the cloak of invisibility or yeah, something. Oh, I love it. <laughs>
1: all the things all morning
2: oh literally makes me laugh amber
0: and tanner in the morning your music all day It's
2: what i listen to all day
0: froggy 92.9
2: i saw this post on facebook and i thought i'd share it with everyone uh it said best advice you can give in exactly four words and we're getting some great messages right now on our froggy facebook page at froggy929 if you want to contribute
1: like claudia from windsor her four words were stay true to yourself
2: I like what Gene from Santa Rosa said. Very practical. Gene said, save early for retirement.
1: And what about Debbie from Runner Park? This one made me die laughing. Her four words is, Debbie is always right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I do love that one, Debbie. But uh, Tanner, what's the best advice you could give in four words?
1: Mine would be just take a breath.
2: Okay, let's hear some explanation behind that.
1: Oh, I would love to give you an analysis, but I'm just kidding. Uh, I feel (sighs) like this is because we can make brash decisions. We can snap at people. We can think things. Sometimes if you just take a moment back and take a breath, you'll get a moment of clarity. And uh, just taking a breath has helped me a lot, especially like in the past year or so.
2: yeah. When you're trying to do it with me. Just it's like I'm just gonna go outside and breathe. Just Amber's making fun <laughs> of you again. Don't get mad. Oh, come on. Oh, all oh my god. I'm just playing. I'm gonna get DMs from ladies. You <laughs> Leave Tanner <him> alone! Leave them alone. What
1: are your four words, Amber?
2: Um, in in the same vein, it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I think this is good. Um, and this is something that I'm still trying to learn. Um, some things are about you, but the overwhelmingly majority aren't um, so it's like you know try to stop taking things personally stop you know focusing inwards and assume unless you have an excellent reason to think otherwise that people act the way they do because of their own priorities emotions and goals it's because you know they're not out to get you mm. they're focusing most of the time people are really trying to focus on themselves yeah and what they're doing And, you know, if they're having a bad day and they snap at you, it's not about you or they dislike you or something like that. They're just having their own issues up there and in their heart, you know? I think we get so in our
1: own heads sometimes that sometimes we think everyone's thinking about us all the time. And that's just not the case. It's
2: it's not about you.
1: All the things all morning.
2: Oh, literally. Makes me laugh. Amber
0: and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's
2: what I listen to all day.
0: Froggy 92.9.